So what brings us together today is that we are a community of writers who are united by our passion for writing and a common challenge, Word Improv. Word Improv is simply a writing challenge where writers write a story using a set of new words. A story is broadly defined to include a tale, poem, skit, etc. There is no character minimum or limit. You can learn new words and participate in Word Improv by following at WordSleuth on Instagram. This series is a part of the Pass the Baton interviews, where contributors to the Word Improv Challenge interview one another so that our community and audience learns about Word Improv writers and their work. I am Catherine Wynesbitt, and here today with me is Gabriella Bittencourt. Gabriela Bittencourt is an American-Brazilian poet from South Florida. She carries a degree in English literature from Florida Atlantic University, FAU. Her earlier works appear in Coastlines Magazines and Charts. She is a 2022 Brooklyn Poets Fellow. Also, Voyage MIA featured Gabriella Bittencourt as one of Miami's brightest emerging artists. You can find her on Instagram at Bittencourt underscore underscore Gabriella and on Twitter at real underscore G Bitten C. Would you like to take some time now to read the challenge you submitted for the word improv? Yeah, yeah, let's get to it. Okay. I'm gonna uh, use my laptop to read it off of. So if I'm not looking at the camera, it's because I'm looking on the screen over here, okay? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Can I start? Go ahead. Awesome. My poem is called, Why I Bother With English. In the beginning, there was my father sounding out words he corralled from American TV channels and conversations with strangers from publics. He marveled at words peculated from other languages. His accent shined through lips, teeth, and tongue as he spoke. My recall of his ABC Darien practice may be the fountainhead of why I put up with the ancient rules, counterintuitive spellings, and dead white writer tabernacles posing as classrooms. For me, in the beginning, there were the sweet mispronunciations of an immigrant. I marveled at my father's unpresuming influence. Thank you. That was very beautiful. Um... Would you like to take some time to kind of dig into what inspired you to write for this challenge and why you picked that specific set of words, how it spoke to you? Yeah. Um, uh, those words, I, I, I kind of went with the ones that I just liked, like right off the page, you know, just right off the post for reading them. Um, and I thought about word sleuth. Um, and, and the purpose of word challenges and word improv, people like 
interested in learning new words. And I think that's like a common thing. I think a lot of people typically have as one of their resolutions, I want to learn new words, you know? Um, and then I kind of just went through this, this vortex of thinking about, well, in my personal experience, what was it like my initial childhood years learning English from school and then Portuguese at home and um, just what it was like for me learning English. And I just always think back. There, there are so many examples that I have in my life. People that um, I think back and, and taught me language um, that I put on a pedestal, like my professors in college. But there's this memory that I always have that always comes up and it's of my dad and his giddiness whenever he would just think, like learn a new word or hear a new word in English and he would just pronounce it over and over again out loud, just sounding it out and breaking it in so many different ways that maybe if he were like in an institution, they would have been like, yeah, that's the wrong way to pronounce that. But honestly, it sounded so sweet. You know what I mean? For me, for me. And growing up, I always saw my dad as like the best English speaker. So um, I kind of wanted to write about that and, and that different experience, an unconventional kind of experience um, with the English, learning the English language. Definitely interesting. And I love that it's so personal to you. Like, I feel like when we write a piece that's personal and our memories and our feelings show, shine through, um, you know, you and I were talking earlier on the phone about how that really resonates with people. And I think you did very well on that. Um, I also wanted to touch on from your introduction, um, your Brooklyn Poets Fellowship. How's that going? Tell me about that. Oh man, that, that's been just such a great opportunity. I mean, I, I feel so fortunate um, that I, you know, won the fellowship. Right now, I'm currently in the Domestic Gestures Workshop led by I.S. Jones, who is a huge poet. Go check her out, she's great. And, and, and a great teacher beyond just being a great poet. Um, so Domestic Gestures is essentially us writing about or writing through our personal rituals, like the things you do to get ready in the morning, like that are specific to you, you know, um, or just things that you grew up with um, in the house based more on your culture um, or just the relationship dynamic that you have between you and your parents or your siblings, etc. those things that happen at home. Um, that's what we're writing about. And I'm super excited to be creating work about home because I feel definitely it, it's a big question right now in my life. I you know, moved out of my parents' home. I'm now living with my partner. We are now creating our own home and being in a workshop that kind of delves into what the makings of that is or was or what do you want it to be in the future? It's exciting. It's like real life and poetry just marrying each other, you know? Um, so yeah, going back to 
uh, Brooklyn poets repping their T-shirt. Um, it's been it's been a huge blessing opportunity um, for growth, and I really, really, really am enjoying it. Yeah, definitely fantastic. So, what inspires you when you sit down and you say, "I'm going to write a piece"? Tell me the process. What does that look like for you? Yeah, um, man. I've struggled with that question so much, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I feel that for me, my personal, one of my personal caveats or obstacles is that I feel that the process should be the same every time, but it never is, right? So to answer your first question, where I get the inspiration, I mean, just about anything. It just depends on how much I'm listening and how aware I'm, I am in that moment between what's going on around me and what's going on inside of me, right? Um, and then j just based off that, um, would go to tell you that inspiration can come from a small conversation. Um, it could come from a memory that I just kind of just came back to me or one just like the words lose challenge uh, that is reoccurring. I always have that image or the sound of my dad repeating the, 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 the words in English out loud. Um, so the process is, is never the same. You know, um, a lot of the times, though, I will say the similarities. Um, I like writing by hand before I get on the, the computer. Um, I like I've learned actually recently to do a couple of drafts by hand before even typing in your computer. I was watching an interview by Billy Collins. He's a huge poet for those who want to explore and look into other poets to read. Um, and he talked a lot about how when we are typing or when we write something on the computer screen, it may look ready. But if we give it like 15 minutes, like step away from it and come back, we realize there's much more work to be done. So avoiding getting to the computer has been a really big, um, big step I put in my writing process to help me further along my works. Yeah. Definitely interesting. Um, you know, I know that it's just a different feeling. Like I, I feel when I write by hand, it's just like a brain dump. Um, yeah. And that kind of lets me connect with my emotions easier. Um, so I can definitely understand where you're coming from in that. Um, and that's a very good point that, you know, you know, and we again talked about this, that, you know, there's so many rough drafts. And when even when you go to publish, you're like, uh, should I really yeah. do it? Should I not? You know, yeah. that kind of, uh, you know, self-criticism that we all have. Yeah. Um, tell me about just people that inspire you. It doesn't have to be an author. It could be music. It could be, you know, world leaders, fig public figures, whatever. Where do you get inspired and who is the biggest influence of your work? Um... Okay, uh, well, I'll break it into categories. Uh, music, jazz, Chet Baker. If you have a right to Chet Baker, you're in for some good stuff. Um, 
Who else? I love Bossa Nova a lot. I'm a big Bossa Nova fan. Um, I love Brazilian rock. Cazuza is a really, really big artist, musician that he's actually considered a rock poet, which that like title doesn't really like exist in English. I find it interesting when we translate it into English. Um, but yeah, there's him. Poets, I've already mentioned Billy Collins, huge, huge figure in my life, personally in my work. Um, Joy Harjo, another big figure to me. Um, and then, you know, day to day, my wife, um, I, I would say even my parents, um, anybody that I've had like a close relationship to, I really, I always find that that has influenced, that has always influenced what I do, what I say, how I think, and it always finds its way in my work. And, and those are sources of inspiration for sure. That is fantastic. Um, do you want to take some time now for some self-promotion? If you want to talk about if you have a work in progress or um, past works that you've already done. Yeah, so right now I have a series of poems that um, have been submitted to a lot of literary magazines and are waiting to be either accepted or denied. We'll see how it goes, right? Um, other works that are published are is um, Little Drummer Girl and Coastal Lines Magazine. That was like one of the first publishings I've ever had. Um, this was way back when I was a student at FAU. Um, and then my other poem called Stay is on Shard's archives, which is under Glass Mountain, University of Houston, Texas. Um, their literary magazine. Um, you know, to get to know me, I definitely would just say follow, follow me on Instagram. I'm always on Instagram. Whoop, wait, hold up. I'm not always on Instagram. I'm not always on Instagram. <laughs> 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 uh, but I am often on Instagram. Um, and definitely reading the Voyage MIA um interview if you you know want to get into more like my process or just like the writing life what that's like yeah perfect um well i will go ahead and let you do your shout outs um in closing if you have any yes. final remarks for the audience <laughs> absolutely well obviously Thank you to Wordsleuth for putting together the page, the purpose, the writers, the heads, you know, big shout out to Wordsleuth. Big shout out to Catherine for being an awesome interviewer. You did awesome, Catherine. Um, and I appreciate you. And I'm so fortunate that I was able to meet you through this interview and <laughs> this whole process. Um, of course, I also want to thank the audience for sitting, listening, watching, you know, participating as viewers. Um, I super appreciate it. And I hope that you guys have either become more interested in poetry or just learning new words. <laughs> Perfect. Well, in closing, um, I just want to say that if you would like to be either an interviewer or an interviewee, uh, definitely head over to the Wordsmith Instagram page and follow. You can post a work 
on any of the challenges that are already defined. So you'll see a section where it says the challenge number, and then it's the previous words leading up to it that you're supposed to include into your story. And I definitely can't wait uh, to see Gabrielle take her spot in the interviewer chair. Uh, by any chance, do you know when you're supposed to be interviewing the next person? Do we have that information yet? We don't have a solid date yet. We know it's going to be early November that I will be taking the, I will be taking Catherine's position and I will be interviewing the next writer who will be um, letting us in on their word improv story. Yeah. Perfect. Well, don't forget to follow me, Catherine Y. Nesbitt, and don't forget to follow Gabriella at Bittencourt underscore underscore Gabriella. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>